Hello, everyone. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. This is the good, the mad, the unholy. I am Stephen. I will be your balladeer tonight. And these lovely people are our soon-to-be pureed posse. Say hi, pureed posse. Howdy. Pureed pureed posse. posse. Yeah, because you're going to get shredded tonight. Gotcha. I still maintain. Really quick walk. Walk. That was yeah. a really quick walk there. I understand <laughs> why the guy who you see, stayed on home base I, I is going to get pureed. I don't get it. This is why I do the five minute lead up so you guys understand the punchline. If I just go straight to the punchline, then it just loses all its oomph. We understood the punchline. <laughs> you know what? If you keep acting like this, I'm going to call you the pouty posse. All right. I tell okay. you what, though, uh, all these like gun hands are going to be in the punchline when John gets a hold of them. Ah, there we go. Hey, oh, that's hey. good. That's good. I like that. I like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. This is the punchline posse. Say hi, punchline posse. Hi, punchline hi, posse. Hi, punchline posse. Howdy. So. <laughs> so much enthusiasm. I love it. Uh, I'm just an <laughs> well, energy vampire know, here. You, like these people were so on. happy to get on. And then I show up and it's just like, oh, no. It's more like the, you know, discussion about like checking death and dying rules and all the things that so we're like okay all right we see uh, i we just see wanted everyone to understand how it goes that's all yeah you were trying you're doing <laughs> psychological warfare with us i think that's what a good gm does though okay i will not apologize hmm. all right let's jump right into our summary formed consent i think uh, that's what this is just yeah. no dying is coming informed consent yes uh i had a contract but i didn't get it sent out in time so i just went for the verbal consent (laughs) last week uh after you met the caldwells you were given lodging in the bunkhouse nearby uh you all spent a couple hours there formulating plans and resting before a little Petey came to fetch you for dinner with lazarus and rosanna upon arriving in the dining room lazarus immediately demanded an apology on uh, Rosanna's behalf. And dinner itself was rather short and somewhat tense. Lazarus was pretty combative. Uh, Rosanna seemed to be the peacemaker of sorts, but she didn't say too much. Purdy noticed quite a bit of Celtic imagery around the room, uh, but speaking to Lazarus didn't really get any more clues. In fact, the more questions you asked, the more irritated he became. Uh, he, there was something about headaches alluded to. You mentioned his age. He told you he was only 42, but he looks to be, he could almost be twice as old, look twice as old. Uh, Rosanna, however, did uh, give you the clue that her family was of Irish descent. The meal ended almost as soon as it started. Uh, Food was served. And then each member of the posse was afflicted with a gruesome hallucination. Teeth were falling out of heads. There were vipers coming out of mouths. It it made for unpleasant eating. Purdy just wanted to say grace, uh, but he didn't even get that far. Uh, The resulting outbursts from the lot of you infuriated Lazarus even more, sending you back to your room with no food. Although uh, John was careful enough to bring a nice big plate on the way. It wasn't long after reaching the bunkhouse again that members of the posse who had eaten dinner began to feel very sick. Uh, Vint and Sula took the worst of it, 
Sula ran to the outhouse, a guard awkwardly following her to escort her. And that's when John saw this as his big moment to act. And he began to pick a fight with the remaining guards. One of the guards managed to get off a shotgun blast, and that alerted almost the entire ranch to your escape attempt, which is where we will be picking up. Uh, It is late in the evening, around 8 o'clock-ish, but we're in the height of summer, so it's still light out. You probably have another half hour to an hour of natural light. It is chaos in this ranch. There are ranch hands that are running left and right. You see that they've all been grabbing guns, handing out rifles. Uh, Most of them already had pistols holstered in the first place. And out of the Caldwell house. At first, it looked to be a rather large man in a robe wearing one of those antler masks. But the skull was not of a deer. It was of a massive elk. The antlers on this elk were three, four feet long. The skull was huge, and he shrugs off this cloak, and you realize that the skull was his actual head, and he stood up even higher with the antlers. He's pushing close to 11, 12 feet tall. Vint was in the the cabin, and he got a shot off on this guy. Massive bullet hole to the shoulder. Took out a big chunk, but the, the demon, the deer man, whatever this is, did not seem to really notice it. We will be picking up in initiative, the same as where we were last week. Uh, Sula, you're going to be at the start. But first, as this demon lets out a a howl, it's a very strange noise, very supernatural noise, that there's a feeling that seems to shock you and you feel the terror in your soul i need all of you to make a terror check which is going to be a straight d100 and this creature inflicts a minus 20 percent on here uh so uh terror checks start at 50 i believe to pass which means you need a 30 pass let me double check this i'm sorry i should have already checked Yes, it's a base 50 call. So we're going to be shooting for a 30 because of the minus 20 here. I'd argue uh, that Vint shouldn't have to roll this because he has no soul. (laughs) Wait a second. Are you an android, Vint? Did did Mothership bleed over here? No. I don't think so. You didn't trust my your guts were hanging out earlier, yeah. <laughs> Unless they were fake android guts. Uh, I got a 46. <laughs> Sula passed with a 27. I got a 24. I got Three. a 17. So, John, you are the only one who is inflicted with terror here. That is going to be a minus three to your lucidity track. Ooh, fun. And we will start with Sula. You are behind the cabin right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Remember, it's a dog trot cabin, so it's two cabins connected by one roof. You're towards the middle. The bunk that you were staying in, the the part of the cabin that you were bunking in, 
is the building that you are behind right now, which is a bit closer okay. to the south side. Uh, if you follow along, you'll be able to get to the barn. If you uh, just go towards the center, you'll be headed right towards this demon in the center of the cul-de-sac. I believe what I would like to do is move, you know, so like here are the buildings. I'm in the middle. I want to continue around um, to the other building that's not the one we were staying in and see Absolutely. if I can kind of get like a flanked position. And I'm doing so with both pistols up. So you'll be able to, with about half your movement, you'll be able to get to the other corner. Peering around, you're going to see a lot of ranch hands uh, that were scurrying about. This demon and that howl seems to have afflicted them as well. Many of them look terrified. A couple of them have already begun running away. A few others have hunkered down and are just finding any sort of position of cover whether near a crate of supplies or some barrels, or there's a couple of them back at the barn, which is what you're now looking at. You see at least two behind the barn, and from where you were before, you think there's at least three or four in front of the barn as well. Okay. And the ones that are not cowering and hiding, do they seem to be moving towards my allies? Right now, they seem to have been trying to gain a position to fire at the cabin that you're at. Most of them are looking towards the front where those windows are, which is where Vint is standing. Uh, the, the doors into the cabin are in the center, and that seems to be where most of their focus is. They would still see you in the peripheral, like you're not so far that they wouldn't see that movement. Okay. But most of them are aimed at the front. Okay. Would I be able to uh, fire as well this turn at one of them? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I would like to do that. So this is a short arms, which is a 64. Uh, and I rolled an E3. So that's a fail. Alright. Uh, your shot goes wide. Uh, give me high or low. Whoa. Shot goes wide and it actually hits the barn. There are splinters that come flying off the barn and they do seem to attract the attention of the two behind the barn. They see the splinters, they start looking around. I'm going to require a stealth check from you again. Yes, I would definitely like to pull back behind the corner if I can. Uh, sorry, I just got to find stealth again. All right, stealth is 66, and then I have a little plus one in front of it, and I don't remember what that means. That means if you succeed, you get an extra jack. Oh, right. All right. Uh, before you tell a... me what you... Before you say whether you pass or fail, you feel a tickle in the back of your neck. Some sort of energy. Almost as if there was a cold breeze that blew in. And it just targeted you specifically. And that breeze gets a little more forceful. And then it, it becomes icy cold. And it feels as if there's a hand grabbing your neck. The thumb on one side, four fingers on the other. Do you remember a few sessions ago where you made a deal with the devil? This was in arc one. Uh, I do 
not recall a deal with the devil, so uh, please remind me of this deal. You were fighting the consumptive, the and you made a deal with the devil so that your uh, check would be a success after you had failed. And the deal was that I could choose one check in the future for you to fail at. Well, I suppose here we are. So tell me, did you pass or fail? I passed. And you failed. Or I don't. <laughs> Okie doke. These uh, two men that are behind the barn, they start scanning, and you try to uh, immediately spin back around, but whatever that was, that energy, it just kind of held you there for a moment before it finally let go, and they will be firing on you the next turn. Okie doke. Great. Sorry, Melissa, but you did agree to it back then. <laughs> Glad you had a note of that. I don't recall that at all, but this is perfect timing for it. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else uh, quick you can do on your turn? You moved for your partial. Uh, you attacked for your primary, so it would be a prompt action, like yelling or something like that, holstering a weapon. Uh, no, I don't want to do either of those things. Thank you, though. Okay. Uh, that brings us to Purdy. Purdy, what are you doing? Where are you even? I'm on home base. They said not to leave. I haven't. My foot is still on the second floor. I'm I'm straddling several steps. And, uh, yep. Uh, yep. You don't got me. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, where, where's Vint and, uh, John at this point? I'm outside Vint. our cabin right now. Vint, you're in the cabin. Uh, you shot out a window. Oh, I shot out a window, okay. Yeah, okay. so you've got a bit more cover than that. John has just left the door to the cabin. So he's in the middle of that dog trot area. Okay. Vint is towards the front of the cabin. You are towards the back, like the same wall that Suva was behind. Okay. Uh, is John within, uh, can he hear me? Like he's close enough where if I speak at a comfortable volume, he can hear me. Uh, there's definitely gunfire happening here. Uh, because it's shared round, and then with the howling, so why don't we go high-low again? Uh-huh. I do have keen senses, just saying. Ooh, okay, I'll give you a plus one. Wait, wait. Uh, yes. I'm exceptional it. sense, not keen. Okay. That's uh, a propensity that I have. Okay, so that's the case, then. I will gravely express I have heard the sound of hell course through this eve we are in it now my friends we cannot turn back or if we do evil will follow us and will bury its fiery blade into our backs fight hard fight long and do not relent uh so i'm gonna attempt a inspiring sermon test death yeah before you roll. I did not take a deal with the devil, sir. <laughs> no, you did not. However, mm. you you begin summoning that energy, that divine righteousness that you then channel and pass on. This place is cursed. Mm. This is not, not neutral territory. How about that? It, it's desecrated ground. And this is, you've already done this once. The more you do this, the harder it's going to get. 
So you're going to take a minus 10% penalty here. Am I now? This yes, is this is Jeff's. I can't believe you're pulling this bullshit face. I know I'm an asshole. Wow, man, it's like the one thing I'm good at. Uh, okay, uh, minus ten percent. You said yes, sir. And did we get uh, jacks from our fear test? If we beat it, uh, you do not get jacks from a fear test. Okay. Do you have a uh, audience jack left over from uh, last session? Uh, Andy, you can spend some grit. I'm not going to do that. I will take that die, though. Uh, audience jack. Uh, counterbalance it. Okay, expression test. Uh, that's a 15. Uh, under 64. Because uh, it would you said minus 10, and then plus 10 minus for the 10. jack. So it's still 64. So 15 under 64, which is four, uh, four jacks, plus I get a bonus fifth jack. Uh, so it is still. There six. you go. What's the problem? You're, you're doing fine, buddy. You're nerfing the one thing I do. Uh, okay, so uh, I'll say because Vint can, is closer to me, he probably can hear me a little clearer. So you can get fifteen percent on your next uh, on your next attempt. Um, actually, you know what? I'm gonna go two and two, and I'm gonna keep one of them, one of the jacks for myself. Uh, so ten uh, percent to each John and Vint for their next. Uh, Next actions. And that is a full round action, correct? That's a full round action that you nerfed. You will never hear the end of this, by the way, for as long as we know each other. Which, if this goes poorly, it might be the last night we talk. You never know. This is now the demon's turn. This thing is in the center of this cul-de-sac, like, open area between all the houses. And now that it's shrugged off the cloak, it kind of has this unnatural grace to it. Instead of just walking forward, it doesn't lumber. It kind of just jumps from side to side. Like, it just jumps from one leg to the other, the other. Every step covers, like, 15 feet. So it is easily covering this area and it is headed straight to John and again you hear that that monstrous howl coming from it but this time after a couple seconds you hear a response coming from the barn as this thing's jumping forward it is going to uh, it's going to take its full turn to try and reach you, John, because you're far enough away. It's not going to get an attack yet. But the sun that should be going down, it should be dampening. It should be getting darker here. Stephen cheats at GMing. Uh, I really do. I, do. <laughs> I didn't know you were. I thought you did at the shadow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I finally got a nightbot command. This is a win. This is a win. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, the the sun that should be getting darker as it progresses into the evening. The, there's something that almost like a, a song being sung in the background. All of you can just barely hear it almost from the base of your skull. And that sun begins to get brighter and brighter until it's almost as bright as midday, just scorching down. You can see that the earth itself has a bit of a haze to it as, as it's starting to to uh, burn 
and it kind of causes the dirt to dry up even more, and you see little fractures and cracks spidering out. That takes us to Vint. What are you doing? After hearing Purdy's words, I take my rifle and aim at it, line up my sights through the window on the windowsill. I'm going to put a couple of rounds into it. There's no glass in this window either, so you're able to fire clean through it. I think I get a 10% from Purdy as well, so I'll be at an 84 on my long arms. Got a five. A five? There we go. How many jacks is that? Seven. Yeah, so you're at a max of six. You can't go over six. It would be okay. six, right? Because you said seven. I think it would be six. Eighty-four, I think. So it would be six. Yeah. A max of six. I think I'll just do it all in damage, extra damage. So let me roll guns damage. damage. My Spencer carbine is three d eight. Man, oh man. Good thing I can just erase these stats and write new ones here. Because <laughs> I do 14. cheat at DMing. So 14 on the gun and the damage bonus would be 6. So another 20. That's what you did last time, wasn't it? Yeah. All right. Uh, that is a massive hit. Uh, what were you aiming for? So as it's like jumping and leaping, I was timing the arc on its land and I was aiming for its other shoulder. You did not hit its shoulder. With the the arc, it was just, it was moving much faster than you anticipated. And you actually, it just went a little high and you blasted off the entire right antler. It just bursts and shatters and flies back uh, pieces of it stick into the ground because the points were so sharp but it does keep running it is very injured here that was your primary action is there anything else you'd like to be doing let's see uh no I don't think so I'll stay here okay nice spot that brings us Sorry. Uh, that brings us to John. You will be able to move up to this thing. It's gotten close enough to you that you could use your turn to move up to it. You're a little scared of it now. You, you passed. You failed that terror test. That doesn't mm. mean you're like running. There's no fear condition inflicted. Mm. But it's definitely messing with your head. That's why you took the lucidity damage. Got it. Got it. Uh, John's just going to go. <laughs> oh, that's frightening. Anyway. And he runs up. <laughs> and he, and he, uh, anyway. Arm reload. <laughs> and John didn't have any lucidity <laughs> to lose. <laughs> pulls back. Yeah, he's already pretty crazy. And <laughs> uh, he punches. He punches it. Uh, now tell me, uh, I get a minus five for being whooped, right? Um, yes. Uh, and then, and then a you are not two. into unnerved yet. Uh, it. So it's just the minus five. Yeah. And we've also received four extra audience jacks for anyone that wants them. Nice. Um, and just to be, uh, Purdy gave me a plus 10%. That's correct. All right, cool. I, I got a math. Okay, no, I got it. 
That's a pass. It's a 69, and I needed an 84. All right, so you grab a jack, and then you get to do your damage, too, which I believe for a punch is just your damage bonus. Does it have a number written down there to roll? Yeah, it's just the damage bonus. Uh, So three, uh, and I'm going to use that jack for another point right there. All right, so four damage. Yep. Oh, uh, the healed fisticos. Does that does that add an extra jack? For uh, my, yes. So you get it? two jacks there. Yeah. I'll use both of. Them. <laughs> All right. So that puts you up to five. Yep. Unfortunately, this thing has a toughness higher than five. It's honestly the only reason it's still standing after Vince been hitting it. It's totally fine. You punch it, uh, just square in the torso. You hit as hard as you've ever hit anything. It doesn't go down. It doesn't even budge at this point. Uh, that's your movement. That's your primary. You can do a quick action here, a prompt action. Uh, John, he, he stands and he goes, oh, it's a tough son of a bitch, ain't it? <laughs> he, just, he just keeps going, ready, ready to fight. All right, all right. That brings us to the top of the round here. Oh, I'm sorry, no. We still have all of the outlaws, the bandits. Uh, so we're going to have a couple shots on Sula. I'm just going to roll one attack on you and give them a bonus because there's two people shooting. Thanks to my Norse Foundry dice, that is an 18 to hit. Uh, Let me pull on the sheet here. Uh, That means I am getting two jacks here on top of my d6. We'll go ahead and put them to damage. Uh, I love Norse Foundry. That is seven damage to you, Sula, which you get to lower by your gumption. Okay, so gumption is three. So that would be four more damage to vitality. So that means I fill in four slots. Correct. The... Correct. Oh, and oh. that should bring you into whooped as well. Uh, uh-huh. All right, and we're going to get a couple shots on... Uh, they're not going to shoot at John because he's just hand to hand with this creature they are going to be shooting at the barn which will mean vent Uh, I'm going to give them, there's a lot of guys shooting so I would give them a plus 20 I'm also going to give them a minus 20 because you have cover so we'll just call it an even shot here Uh, that is a miss, so this cabin the, the front of this cabin there's just a cloud of splinters bursting off as gunfire is erupting A lot of the bullets are going through the window. There's uh, the table behind you that's just getting uh, battered and just completely thrown backwards by all this gunfire. Uh, Even Purdy has to pull up his feet a couple stairs so that he uh, is out of the way. But you do not get hit. And that brings us to the top of the round. The sun continues to get hotter and hotter as that song in the back of your head, it's a strange language, a very melodic language, something you've never heard. You feel the intensity of that song rising as the heat comes down on you. And this ground that was already cracking and fracturing is beginning to tremor now. I want all of you to give me a physique test to state standing as there is an earthquake happening here. 
Jeff is just saying, this is bullshit. I can't stand Physique. this. I'm not allowed to talk. <laughs> I'm not allowed. Okay. I feel like I'm being targeted. <laughs> it's okay. I got my Norse Foundry dice. They will take they care of it. They won't let you down. They won't. Sorry. I keep forgetting this. So are these 20s? All right. Just so physique skill? test is the D20, yes. Okay. And that number in the top right of the physique skill box is what you need to hit. Thank you, Eric, for my five under nine. Oh, uh, look at well, that. Well, <laughs> because of my sixes and sevens, and because I'm at a minus two, that means the 13 that I rolled under 14 is actually a fail. Oh, I'm sorry. So that's Same uh, thing happened, so I failed as well. I that could be... Nine. That that shaking happens, and Vin, you, you fall to the ground. You're just prone. Uh, you're not taking any damage here, and the gunfire is still coming through the window, but it begins to lessen a bit. Sula, that hand that was pulling you back and it held you out for a moment and that's why you got shot in the arm as you were pulling away and it just kind of like threw you to the ground as well. This cabin is beginning to pull itself apart. The roof that was connected because of that earthquake, it's beginning to twist and contort. Purdy and Vint, you look up, you see that the floor above you is just uh, cracking and breaking. This thing's going to go down pretty quick. Sula, you are looking towards the barn, but you're near the cabin as well. If you stay near this cabin, you might be in trouble. Looking towards the barn, you see little Petey running out with Bandit, uh, running out the front towards the, the conflict. And he hears the gunfire and he stops. He covers his ears. Bandit keeps running. Petey calls out, Bandit, come back, come back. Bandit, come! But he doesn't go out. He runs back towards the barn. As he runs into the barn, he brushes against a lantern on a post, and it falls down. This barn is beginning to go up in flames here. John, you are at where these cracks are deepening the most. There is a fissure in the earth directly under you. You manage to keep your footing, but there's a crack going directly beneath you, pulling apart. You look down. There's a nest of vipers directly underneath you. There are snakes that are literally burrowing out of these cracks, trying to rush up to the top. That brings us to the top of the round with Sula. What are you doing? (laughs) So... Sula is going to drop one of her, so she, she had both of her pistols up, her, her left arm she's going to drop, and she's going to yell, Petey, get on over here, get out of that barn. And then she is going to move herself kind of out of the uh, kind of overhang of this building. All right, uh, let's start with the the yelling. We're going to call this your prompt action. And I want a personality test from you, uh, a personality call. You go ahead and pick what you're trying to do, whether you're trying to convince, express. (laughs) If you're trying to intimidate, you can do physique there. However, you're trying to command PD to go. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of gunfire here. Whatever you're trying to do to get him to listen to you. I have none of those skills you don't have intimidate or anything like that in physique oh oh yeah i do 
Yes. That's my best stat. I would like to intimidate this child. That makes sense. Like it, it doesn't, and doesn't mean he has to be fire. scared of yeah. Like it's probably like fear of the fire, like yeah, that's yeah. kind of the angle You're, that I'd be going with that. It's like when a parent's concerned for you and they sound a little harsher than they mean to. Or a whole hell of a lot harsher. Wow. I needed a seven and I rolled a 71. Oh, there we go. All right. Uh, you're going to see Petey go in. Let's go ahead and finish your turn before I narrate it. That's your pr- prompt action. What would your primary and partial be? Partial tends to be movement, but it can be something else. You said you want to get away from the overhang of the building? Uh, yeah, so I want to get away from the overhang, and then I want to me. And you want to what? Shoot the person that shot me. Okay. Uh, when you're moving away from the building, do you want to move towards the barn, or do you want to move towards the mountains further away? Moving towards the barn would be where you're shooting, but it's going to mean you have a little less cover. Uh, towards the barn, uh, in case the uh, little red doesn't listen to me. Okay. Uh, so you start running towards the barn. You got p- pistols blazing. Let's go ahead and roll the attack. Uh, that's a fail. That is a 79 over 64. Uh, shooting guns, you it's hard to be accurate, especially as you're running. You got both pistols going. Unfortunately, none of them actually connect with their target. Um, moving on to Purdy, actually talking about Petey before Purdy. Uh, you yell at him to get out of the barn. And you see him bolt out the backside of the barn. Uh, he went in the front. That's where he brushed... You see him coming out of the backside of the barn, and he looks at you and says, But what about the mules? And we will move on to Purdy. Okay, so the 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 dog track cabin that we're in is coming apart, right? Yes, it is being pulled apart by these vibrations in the earth. Okay. So can I do any sort of test to assess whether we are hallucinating again or if this is really happening? We've been assaulted. You, you want with to sex. disbelieve. Yes, I am I am I am suspicious that this might be a ruse to it's get us out of here. Very old school. I love it. What? That would be uh theology for you. <laughs> Okay. I would be more than happy to roll theology. Okay. Don't say that I'm not a benevolent GM here. I'm just taking away, you know, your, okay. your just so oratory everyone, skills. Take it away. And your physical skills. My many, my main, <laughs> you try to knock me over when you know physique is bad. Now you're burning my mule to death. Uh-huh. Okay. I need a 79, uh, and I rolled a 35. So right, that is a success. There is an illusion mm-hmm. somewhere here. It is not the cabin falling apart. Okay. 
there is definitely some sort of spell being woven that's affecting your senses. Okay. All right. So is there any... Okay, so is there... So other than the sight, and I would presume the sounds of, like, the the cabin coming apart, right? Is there anything else that's assaulting me that I might like, like the smell of brimstone or something like that? Is there anything that I might be able to pin together what it might be, or is it just not yet in my, my understanding? It's not yet. Okay. Whatever the illusion is, is not apparent to you yet. Okay. Uh, but you do feel that it's that, that song being woven in the, the just back behind your ear, just, the mm-hmm. base of your skull, whatever that song is, that's the spell being cast. Okay. So I will not do a cool RP'd sermon since Steven doesn't like it when I do that. So I'm going to, you can do it at a minus. I'm gonna run 20. downstairs. I don't have a problem with that. I'm going to run downstairs. Uh, and I'm going to call out to vent cause I'm running for the door and I'm going to call out to vent. Uh, not as a sermon, just this normal, you know, free action talk stuff. Like, uh, Get the hell out of this. Get the hell out of this building. It's coming apart. It's real. I'm telling you, man, it's real. Um, but there's something. There's, ignore the song. Don't listen to the song. And I'm going to immediately, as I come to the door, look for cover. <laughs> so the majority of the cover here is this building. Mm. There's a big open area in front of it. Mm-hmm. There's mountains and brush behind it, okay. but it would it would be a run to that. Okay. However, there's most of the gun hands aren't behind the outhouse. building, and there's also an outhouse back there, a couple outhouses. So most of, so most of the gun hands aren't behind the the what I'm in. Most I'm, of the gun hounds, gun hounds, gun hands are by the ranch house okay. and by the barn. All right, so I can just run behind our building then, basically, and towards yes, like the and outhouse, and you would be basically where Sula just left. Okay. I'm going to do that. I'm going to get the hell out of here and as best I can. Uh, uh, I, I'm going to say, actually, you started on the stairway. You're going to be able to get just out of the cabin. You'll be able to be in the center of this dog trot. You're not going to be able to get fully behind it yet. That would be a little too far. <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> you can use the door for cover though. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm a jerk. <laughs> <Being> ridiculous. <laughs> All right, uh, that brings us to the demons. Oh, I'm sorry, demon, not demons. John, this thing is coming at you. And it only has one antler right now, so I'm going to give it a penalty here. But it is attempting to gore you with its antlers. Uh, It just lowers its head. The, The spine of its back perfectly lines up. Its cloven feet dig into the earth. And it just goes right towards you. That is a just barely a pass. All right. This is fun. That is, uh, I'm going to do less damage as well because it's missing an antler. So you are taking six uh, damage right now as it gores you, and you are inflicted with the impaled condition. Ooh, fun. Uh, it's still, it's minus my gumption, right? It's still, still minus your gumption, okay, yes. So, cool. so two, yay. Two damage. And the impaled condition mm-hmm. means uh, you're not necessarily stuck here, but you have to decide whether you want to deal with this 
antler being uh, stuck inside you, or if you want to rip it out quickly and continue to move on. Uh, you can check the conditions there. That brings us to Vint. What are you doing, Vint? As this cabin's fallen apart around you, you're on the ground here. Purdy yeah, just gonna, bailed. I'm going to pick myself up. I'll be right behind you, Purdy. And then I'm going to try and roll this acrobatics to make it a prompt action instead of partial for standing up. All right. So my reflex acrobatics is 35, but I have sixes and sevens. We'll make it down to 15. Got a 67 fail. So I believe it's just a partial action. It yeah, makes it a primary your, action. Your movement, it's going to be a primary? Yeah, if you I fail the acrobatics. Partial to prompt. Oh, because you failed. That, because yeah, you that's the, the risking of making the roll. All right, so you won't be able to shoot then, but you'll be able to stand up. Uh, you do still have your partial then, which is your movement. Then I'll run behind this falling apart cabin, chasing after Purdy. All right. Uh, you were a bit closer to the door, not much, so you're going to be able to get like two steps past Purdy, but you're both still there in the center of the dog truck cabin. All right. So wait, he was prone... He gets. He has to get up you, from pro, and he still gets past me. He used a primary to get up. It was the same amount of mm, partial, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he didn't have to go down the stairs. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think everyone sees what you're doing here. That's fine. That's fine. That's I have fine. a question. Yes, I have an answer. Um. So, and I, I just want to double check. So, for sixes and sevens, some of the other effects have like a minus forty percent, minus twenty percent. Sixes and sevens just says minus two for physique, reflex, and resolve tests. So is it a minus two for those tests and a minus 20 for everything, or is it just a minus two? Because the other Uh, descriptions have like 10%, 40%. I think there was a typo in this. Let me me pull it up real quick. Okay. Just Uh, wanted to make sure. Sixes and sevens. All tests are at minus two. All tests are at grueling difficulty. Minus two. Uh, I think it's supposed to be minus 20 for those. And the actual... Maybe I'm reading this wrong. I don't know. If it says grueling, grueling Uh, is minus 20%. Minus 20. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's just meant to be minus 20. Okay. Well, there's a difference between tests and calls. There is a difference between test and call because calls are percentages, percents, and test is just a number because it's a d20. We've been playing with the skills get minus 20, so I don't really want to take that back now. But I'm Understood. starting to wonder. I don't if know that, that I did in my last roll because I noticed that Long did it, so I don't know that I did, but I will start playing it as a minus 20%. Uh,. Yeah, let's start playing it as a minus 20%. Understood. All right. Uh, Let us know in the comments if I'm doing this wrong. Because the comments go to Jeff, so he has to deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, All right. All right. Uh, Vint, that was your action. John, you have snakes coming at you right now out of the cracks in the earth. You are 
impaled by an elk antler. What are you doing? All right, I got a bad idea. <laughs> I got a bad Wait, idea. This session or last session? Which one was the bad idea? Every session is what I do. It's what I do. I'm sorry. I, I make, love you, man. I make bad ideas. <laughs> That's a fun <laughs> idea. This is lasso. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, melee to use it because you're in such close quarters. Yeah, yeah. Melee, melee, you say? Yes. Uh, if you were going to like go a bit further, I would allow like maybe animal handling or throw. But since uh, it's right next to you, I'm going to say melee. We'll save the bad idea for later. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I'm I like it. I'm going to do it at some point. But right now, I think I'm just going to rip the 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 horn out of me and I'll take that damage that I get from that I believe yes so uh full round action would be safely removing the option uh object simply yanking it out inflicts 1d4 which will be thank you Norse foundry dice that is three vitality and lucidity damage noise is the is the vitality still soaked with my gumption or no I would be, yes. All right, cool. So I uh, have four, so that reduces to zero, correct? And I take five, still lucidity, though, correct? Yes, so three lucidity. Uh, basically, this blood loss is just starting to uh, make you feel a little blurry inside. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to uh, run away as far as I can. You're running away from the demon. Yeah, for the first time in forever, John okay. is going to run okay. from a fight. It it pains, it literally pains him uh, <laughs> emotionally and physically. So disappointed in you. So you are in very difficult terrain right now with the cracks underneath you mm. and the snakes that at this point are trying to bite at you, actively trying to bite at you. I need an athletics or an acrobatics just to get a, a solid footing, and then we'll uh, deal with the movement after that. All right, and let me let me make sure I'm doing this right. I'm I'm battered now. I believe you. I'm battered now. So at, at minus ten, and the I'm also unnerved. So minus fifteen percent. It's gonna be fun. Which one are you doing? Athletics. Yeah, athletics. Uh, we have audience dice too, and you can uh, burn a grit. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take two of those audience. Uh, All right, got two left. All right, so that's gonna increase it. Let me let me do the math here because I'm I'm terrible at doing math. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Yeah, and then that goes. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that is a twenty. I pass. I pass with. <laughs> what did you need? This. I needed a 75 because oh. the plus 20 just raised it up nice. by five. Nice. You got your own jacks. So, yeah. <laughs> Turning the audience jacks into personal jacks. I love yeah, it. That's, that's the way I do it. So it's five, right? All right. So we're going to say uh, you're able to, you were kind of straddling this fissure with the snakes here. Mm. You just push off with one leg and the snakes uh, lash out at you, but their teeth find nothing but air. You get on one side of this crack and you're able to just 
bolt away from this demon and you hear it this sort of <clears throat> the snorting happening uh as it it enrages it that its prey is getting away you're still bleeding from a couple points where you were impaled which way are you running towards the cabin towards purdy and vent i am I'm, I'm headed towards uh purdy and vent yeah all right so you're going to be uh able to get under the roof again you're going to be just about five to ten steps behind Purdy. So the three of you are clumped up pretty close together. Anything else for your turn? You still have a prompt action. Uh, I'm just going to say to Purdy, like, oh, crap. That was a bad idea. Keep going. No, why are you here? Go back. Now they can see us. Get the hell out of here. (laughs) All right, so we're going to have some gunshots coming at y'all. Uh, Sula, there's a couple coming at you, which is just barely a hit here. That is going to be five damage on you, Sula, which you get to lower by your gumption. All right, so that's two, so my whoop is full. Yeah, by your gumption. All right, so you are whooped. I'm solidly whooped. All right, we're going to take a couple attacks. Uh, It's going to be random here. Purdy. You gave me cover. Purdy, you're getting shot at. Do you want to dodge or react? No, Uh, man. You're going to get... Just just (laughs) kill me. Like You clearly want to kill me, so just go ahead. Go ahead. I, I swear. I I said one to two for John. You said I three was. To four you for said Bernie, I had cover behind the door. You said I had. You cover do. You're gonna get plus twenty. Would oh. you like to dodge? No, dude. <laughs> like I'm not gonna dodge. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna fail it. I have no physique. It was an eighty-one, anyways. Uh, so they miss you. Uh, that door erupts into splinters. You still have cover be- behind it, but uh, there are some bullet holes in there now. And that brings us to the top of the round. The sun is scorching more and more, and these cracks are growing and dividing. They're crisscrossing, especially through this open area. And the cabin above the three of you is really starting to break and rupture. You can hear inside the cabin, that floor, that second floor collapses. Looking in through the door or the window, you see the the chaos as the timbers are collapsing. So far, the roof above you is holding for how long, we don't know. You hear another of these inhuman roars. Looking back at the front of the barn, Suda, you would not be able to see this anymore from your vantage point, but you would be the closest. You would hear it the best. Out of the fire that's been growing at the front of this door, another one of these demons walks out its fur is ablaze and smoldering sula what are you doing so to clarify from last time uh pd did run out of the barn as a result of back behind the barn and safe he did say what about the mules but he he's back he's not in cover or anything like that but he's going closer to the mountains and the hills he is away from the barn and the gunfire Okay. Sula. I think this is probably. Actually, sorry. 
So mm-hmm. give me from where you are, you would be able to see this best. Give me an observation here, and it's going to be a narrative success. All right. Uh, let's see. That is a 58, and I rolled a 52. All right. Just barely a success, then. You, Your attention is drawn towards the front of the barn. You're at the side of it here, so you can't see the actual front door, but you see the house, the Caldwell house. And you see a silhouette in the window and you realize that it's Rosanna. And she appears to be in a in a trance, in a haze. You see her mouth muttering something, maybe even singing. What are you doing? And if I'm recalling from last week, Purdy, when we had gotten back after dinner, we had discussed like the the painting yeah and the like the um celtic imagery and the fact that it looked like her in the picture mm-hmm. okay all right so that i'm not metagaming this when i sula will move in the direction of the house that will also take you closer to the noise uh, of the howl because you'd have to move towards the you'd have to pass the front of the barn to get to the house Okay. Yeah. Whichever direction I need to go to get to the house, then that is okay. what I will do. Um, I will. Um, You'll also notice as you start moving that direction, after that second howling, the gunfire seems to have died down a bit, and you see a lot more hands are running away than even before. Some of the ones that were perched behind positions are beginning to lose faith. They're they're thinning out rapidly. Yeah, um, Sula does not like getting shot at and not returning fire, um, but that seems like the uh, irritation, not the uh, primary objective at this point. Um, so she will, um, whatever I can do to move uh, swiftly in the direction of the house. Okay. Uh, there are still people out there you can sh- shoot at, Moving towards there, you'll see, you'll come forward, you'll see the burning demon to your right, and you'll see the the demon that's been injured to your left. So you can try to find another hand to shoot at, which would probably be difficult at this range, or the two demons, you could shoot at either one and be perfectly fine. Ah, what the hell, I'll shoot a demon. Do you want to shoot the injured one or the burning one? The injured one. I will take one of the audience jacks, leaving one more, which will put this at a uh, one. If starting you do at a, 64, a good amount of damage here, you could kill it. Starting at a 64, added one of those, which makes it a 74, but sixes and seven puts it at a 54. 18. So I that will be four, three. Four. Four jacks. Okay, I will put all of them to damage. All right, go ahead and roll. Uh, okay. 
So I knew the words to say, I'm putting them to damage. What does that actually mean? I'm rolling a D6 and then what? You're rolling a D6. You get to add your damage bonus, and then you get to add four damage for the jacks. Okay, so I rolled a D6, which is a four. And Purdy, you're on deck. And my damage bonus is a one, so that makes it a five. And then I added the other four jacks, which makes it a nine. You needed an eight. Describe how you want to destroy this thing. Can you destroy a demon? How you're putting this thing down? Um, so she is moving swiftly. So this is more of a kind of a center mass kind of a thing. There's no aiming. There's no whatever. This is I'm moving. You look like maybe I can take you out. So this is just center mass. Yeah, you got both pistols going. And again, uh, the three of you probably can see this at this point. You see her shooting. There's no noise coming from it. Is there noise coming from it? It's hard to tell with all the other gunfire. Does it seem to line up with her guns? And this creature uh, just lunges forward towards the three of you, but then collapses on the ground. You see its chest rising and falling, rising and falling. But each time it rises, it gets a little bit lower and lower before there's just one last gasp and you hear the the death knell coming from this creature Sula when you hit this creature and it went forward out of the corner of the eye you saw the the window that Rosanna was standing in front of and you saw her get pushed forward towards that window as well For a moment, the four of you, for the rest of the round, you do not hear that singing in the back of your heads. Uh, That was your movement, Sula. That's your action. You you have a prompt now, so you could, like, holster or do something fast. Uh, Do I see any of my companions within the shouting distance? Now yeah, we'll say you can see them. Uh, it would they would have quite a bit of cover from you, but you'd be able to know where they are. Um. Good night. I cannot remember her name. Rosanna. Yes. Yes. Uh, so Sula will lower one of her pistols, um, and just say, uh, "Heading for Rosanna." And then put her pistol back up. Uh, You put your pistol back up. You are looking towards Rosanna. There's also a demon very close to you and smoldering right now. Uh, That brings us to Purdy. Okay. uh, Purdy's going to try to run behind the building at this point, probably sort of in the direction of Sula, but trying to maintain some semblance of cover between him and the stuff that's firing at him. Is that possible? Absolutely. Uh, You're going to be able to go over the scorched earth as well. Uh, You see the cracks are, uh, they've covered almost the entire ranch at this point. However, you do not see any snakes in those cracks. Mm. You you have no worry about those. Okay. 
Uh, I do want to to stay. I don't want to move so far as to remove myself from cover. So, however far that is, uh, is how far I would move. Um, the one concern you have is if you stay in cover, you'll have to be somewhat close to this building that's coming down. Otherwise, you have to kind of get out of cover. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna find a lava pit and hurl myself in it. Would that, <laughs> that make you happy? <laughs> Just throw yourself down the well. Uh, well the barn is burning. You can just run in it. <laughs> can, <laughs> can, uh, can, so, um, I didn't, I couldn't see Sula Point Net Rosanna, could I? Uh, if, if she was able to figure out where you are, we'll say you could figure out where she was. Okay. Um, could I, can I see Rosanna for where, where, where I've moved to? we'll say with her pointing it out, you would be able to see that uh, she's like struggling to stand up Mm -hmm. uh, in front of the window. If you want to get to Rosanna as quickly as possible, it would require going out of cover uh, straight through the center. If you want to go the long way around, you could go back behind this cabin. You don't have to be close to the cabin to use majority of it. Even if it collapses, you could still be behind it where most people won't see you like skirting between it and the mountains. I I want to just keep in cover and I want to shout for vent and I want to try to use one posse uh, and try to, to like lend aid to try to get him to fire up at Rosanna. Now, okay. Purdy is a very observant man. He's got very high observation. So basically I want a spot for him. And like, so that he, when he, he follows. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll just say that he gets a, uh, how about we do an observation? Uh, that is a 17 under 60-something or 50-something. Hang on. All right, so we'll, we'll give him a plus 67. 20 then. How's that sound? And you can keep those jacks. Works for me. So, uh, I mean, I'll be you know calling like, up here, fire at her, take her down. All right, so uh, that'll be your primary action. Uh, your prompt was to, are you going to move? Yeah, I'm going to move. I, I, I got to keep cover, man. Like I'm going to die if I get shot. Yeah, so, yeah. so um, go ahead and you could move back uh, behind the cabin away from the gunfire and you'll still be able to uh, like be closer to the outhouses where mm-hmm. you can kind of see what's going on. But the majority of these gun hands aren't going to be able to see you, especially yeah. because most of them are running the opposite direction of you. That works. That works. Okay. Uh, Vint, you're going to be up after the demon here. It's not plural anymore. Uh, you're going to get plus 20 if you shoot at Rosanna, but that 20 is only going to be for her because that's who he was spotting for. The demon is going first and it's going to run at you, Sula. And it's going to put its head down and try to gore you as well. That is a 63 to hit. It needed a 60 to gore. So it just barely missed. Uh, So it puts its head down and its elk antlers are 
coming at you and you're able to just you really just halt your momentum because you were running forward so you just kind of skip a step and the antlers come just a little bit in front of you this creature's still right next to you but it does not get you Vint you are up and John you are on deck yeah listening to Purdy's instruction here I'll find the Caldwell house in the window his instruction to go jump in a lava pit exactly wherever I could find Rosanna yeah, in the windowsill. Yeah. I'll so aim you're going to see her. Uh, she's in the first floor. Uh, it was like a drawing room where uh, when you passed it the, the first time going in the house and you're going to see she's kind of staggering up, uh, but you'll be able to get a good shot on her. Let's see. Plus 20. We'll make it 94. What a 49. 49. So it'd be four uh, so jacks. Four jacks, yeah. Uh, Roll are damage you putting those towards damage? Oh, yeah. So four damage on top of this 3d8. So much damage on a person. Let's see, it'll be 26. 26. All right. 26 uh, damage? Yeah. Like, that is so much damage. Two sevens and uh, eight. For reference, our audience here, uh, a regular gun hand uh, only has six points of damage with zero toughness. So these demons were able to tank a lot. Like, you should not have been able to take them down so fast. But 26 points on her is quite a bit. (laughs) You see her go down. You see a couple other shadows, like, rush towards her. One of them kind of looks like it could be Lazarus. You're not quite sure. You don't see her coming back up anytime soon. Well, I finished where we left off this afternoon. But you didn't say there was going to be two demons. I mean, uh, you didn't say there wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were still under this cabin right now. It would be a good idea to move away just in case it does come down. Yeah, I was going to use my movement action to move perpendicular from the cabin. Just not get caught up in the rubble. You want to get going the same direction as Purdy or go... Uh, towards the center, uh, the open area, which would be closer to the house, too. I'd like to go towards the barn, actually. Okay. Uh, that would still be the open area. You're just veering right instead of left. Okay. Uh, so you're going to be able to move. You're going to be probably about 15 yards from where Sula would be right now. And I do need to reload as well for my prompt action. Okay. Uh Reloading is prompt, isn't it? Okay, sounds good. Uh, John, you are up. How close can I get to this other demon? You would be able to get about where Vint is, which is not in punching range. It is within shooting range. Is it within lasso range? Yes, it would be. Uh, I'm I'm going to do that. Um, I'm going to run out there. Uh, you all see John reach uh underneath uh his his large trench coat and uh towards his back and you see he pulls out he's touching it barehanded on purpose you see this like coiled intestine that has veins and it's pulsating like it's alive uh and you see as john touch it 
touches it barehanded, it melts with this skin. And I'm going to lasso the demon. All right. So this will be a throw or animal handling. You go ahead and pick here. Uh, you said uh, throw. Throw is at the bottom of physique. Animal handling is the top of awareness. All right, I'm going to go with throw, and I'm going to use my five jacks to boost. Good call, it. good call. Because <laughs> um, I have a minus 10 everything right now. Uh, let me calculate this. Uh, and, okay, that'd be... So I need a, need a 59. Ninety-eight. Oh no! <laughs> All right. Uh, so you, this is just—it's sheer chaos that's happening here. You're running forward. You're jumping over these uh, cracks in the earth. There are snakes nipping at your heels every time you jump over. You throw this lasso, uh, and unfortunately, it just goes a little bit wide because you're trying to avoid both Sula and Vint here. It was a very narrow opening, and you just weren't able to make it. Uh, We'll say if you want to not move next turn, you'll be able to recoil it, and you could throw it again. All right. Uh, Were you yelling anything or doing a prompt action as you were going? Uh, You just hear a growl from him. (laughs) He's like, all right. (laughs) Uh, That brings us to there are not many gun hands left in fact the only one you see right now crooked Oscar walking forward right out in the open he pulls out he he had a rifle and he throws it to the side he pulls out a pistol and you just see him going right towards John just gotta focus on him cause you antagonized him (laughs) That is a very good hit. Uh, So that's going to be seven damage with this pistol as he's just blasting, firing away. How are you looking over there, John? Uh, Better than I actually would be, actually. I'm I'm at full battered, almost to mauled. Any any more damage, I'll be at mauled. Oh, mauled. That... It's just words, right? They don't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Rub some dirt. <laughs> Top of the round. This cabin is finally collapsing under the weight. You see that this barn has apparently been suffering the same structural damage and collapses as well. It's still fire and smoldering inside there, but it it's just a ruin. The house itself seems to be doing fine all of you are far enough away from the buildings that it doesn't cause any real damage uh purdy you're near the outhouses which kind of topple over they don't really break apart uh they do fall on their side you get a nice lovely aroma coming out of that come on damn girl (laughs) sula you are up right now (laughs) there is a demon trying to gore you right now what are you doing yeah, that's uh, problematic. Um, am I going to take any kind of penalty if I am shooting this 
With my pistol? Uh, no. Given no. the uh, range that it is? All right. Um, I have hip shot, which means that once per day I can take a full round aim as a free action. So this seems right. like a good time to do that. A full round aim um, to give you. I should have figured out first what aim benefits me. What aim does? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you get uh, plus 10 per aim. It's a partial action. She gets to do it as a full round, huh? Yeah, I can take a full round aim as a free action. If that's more than a plus 10. All right, so... What is the actual action there? Do you have to roll for it? Um, it just says once per day, the character can take a full round aim as a free action. Aiming grants a plus 10 for each partial dedicated to it. So I think as a full, you get up to 30. So you get plus 30% here as a free action. Sweet. So then that will negate the sixes and sevens and give me a plus 10. Correct. And I'll leave it there. So instead of a 64, it's a 74. And I rolled a 44. Three jacks. So are you putting that towards damage or are you going to float them down the river? I, no, I'm going to put it to damage because I'm trying to kill this. Thing. So the 1d6 damage, I roll, <laughs> I roll a one plus my damage bonus, which is another one, which is a two plus the four is a six. Sorry, right. plus the three is a five. Five. Uh, five is not quite enough to actually go through its toughness. Uh, you're firing and you're hitting it square on, but they just seem to be glancing blows. They're just grazing it. They're just, they seem to be superficial wounds. Yes, pretty. Uh, she rolled a crit. She rolled an ace. Actually, so that actually, should inflict either a status condition, double damage, or it should hit a specific thing. She rolled a crit. Didn't she roll? Did four, she roll? Didn't you say 44? I did roll yeah. a 44. So if it's That's under, a crit. you're it's right. A crit, yeah. So we should get some sort of bonus. Here. Yay. All right. I also so would you like to? I forgot about my minus five for whooped. So it's only four actual damage. Okay. Would you like to double that? Would you like to hit a specific spot or would you like to do a status condition? I think I would like to double that. You could always do something like bleeding out where it loses one vitality per round. Uh, would it be as much damage now, but it could be in the long run. Or you doing double would mean you would actually get past its toughness and actually do some damage now. Uh, is going for the double damage. That Fair feels enough. like Fair her enough. style. Alright, so you're able to actually get... Uh, you're firing both pistols. You, at first, you're doing just superficial wounds, uh, grazing, but one of them just, it gets right in the, the 
meaty part of its thigh and it kind of limps for a second but then it stands back up so you did actually get a little bit of damage on there just enough all right that brings us to purdy i'm sorry sula did you have I'm, i skipped you so you got to do a free action of aiming and then attack do you want to move do you want to keep going towards the house or do you want to stay near this creature I would prefer to move towards the house. Okay. You're going to be able to keep going. As long as it's not doing some sort of uh, opportunity attack or nope, something. there aren't any in here. Uh, so you're going to be able to keep going, and then, yes. you're going to be about one movement away from the house. One more turn to actually reach the house. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Uh, Purdy, you are up. How far? Uh, Purdy. How far is everyone from me, by the way? They're a good amount away from you because they've been running the opposite direction. Uh, it would take like three turns to get to them. Can I get like a, a vague uh, d- distance? Yeah, uh, about a hundred yards. But something catches your eye. Some foul beast coming towards you out of the rubble from around the cabin? No, wait. It's not a you thought it was a horned creature, but it's just... It, it's Henry carrying the piece of wood that he was tied to in his mouth, making it look like he has horns coming out the side. The The rope is still around that wood going around his neck. He drops it at the side of you and lets out a little call. What are you doing? I hop on top of him and I get the hell out of here. No, um, okay, so, so you're saying that Vint is a, a, a couple hundred yards away from me right now. 100 yards away. I object to that. Okay. Because he and I were right next to each other at the start right, of the last right. round, that, and he's moved one bit away from me. Yeah, you moved one direction. It would be about 60 then. 60 you yards. moved about 30 yards. Yeah, so 60 yards. Okay. I also object to that. Okay. Because that's 180. You moved about 30 is what I'm saying. That's 180 feet. Yeah, a yard is about one step. So I'm saying okay. you you each moved about 30 steps. Okay. Do you do you have a third objection? I will send it to you in a private message. <laughs> um I will I guess hop on uh, try to hop on Henry and see if I can ride to- chase after Sula. Okay, Uh, you're going to have a little bit more trouble because you can't go through the center of this cabin anymore uh, because the roof collapsed. But you can get on Henry and start going around, absolutely. Okay. You do have full cover. Let's do that. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a dick. It just comes naturally. (laughs) Uh, You're on Henry. We'll we'll say that you'll be able to... Do you want to go towards the, the house side or the barn side? Uh, where did Sula go? Uh, she's headed towards the house. I'll follow 
I just I'm, I'll follow Sula, whatever direction she went. If that's Barnside or Housesite. All right, give me a narrative animal handling check. Can I instead do ride? Uh, ride would be better, yes. Okay. It's a narrative success anyways. Okay. Uh, I actually do pass, 21 or 25. Okay. Uh, so Henry is just geared up. He's full of adrenaline right now. Uh, and he's still got that, that rope around his neck. So you're able to jump on his back. Uh, and you'll ride around the house, and you'll actually get pretty close to Sula at this point. Uh, she's she's not too far away, because Henry is just booking it. Okay. That would be your movement action, then. What else would you like to be doing? Can't do anything. Okay. You've taken away everything I can do, so you go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're not. I, I am. I, I don't like... I don't like taking away options uh the demon here is going after Sula uh or no not Sula because she ran away so it'll be after either Vint or John here John it's coming at you it's going to attempt to gore you that is a hit here Okay, so we are doing that is six damage, and you are impaled again, John. That's fun. That's fun. I'm excited. This is great. Is it how many? Uh, Six damage. Six. How are you looking Are you into mold yet? Yeah, I'm in the mold now. Uh, yep, I took two from because of the, the gum right. <laughs> And you have the impaled condition again. Oh, fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, that is its turn. Vint, you are up. John, you're on deck. I will now take my time to target this flaming beast with a long rifle once again. Okay. I'll just shoot it. Sounds good. Let's do it. Let's see. I got a 74. Let's see what I get. 22. That's a crit, actually. A crit. Uh, there's a chance you could kill it with the crit. You wouldn't be able to kill it otherwise, but... Ooh. Let's go ahead and roll damage. Uh, how many jacks is that, too? Five. Five. Okay. Three, eight is the damage. I rolled all seven, so seven, seven, seven. I just hit a jackpot. You cheeky Tw- bastard. 21. <laughs> wow. Uh, are you adding the five with Let's your add jacks? add the five to it. Make it 26. 26 doubled is 52 damage. Oh, my God. 52. Holy crap. 52 damage. All right. Uh, go ahead and describe how you're killing this thing. Yeah. After reloading around my rifle, after taking a shot at the window at Rosanna, I just turned around, went back to this flaming beast, seeing it maul John, 
just impale him. But impaling him put him in this stationary target. So I just aim down my rifle, let out a blast. It's just straight down the line into his skull. The the skull shatters. The antlers shatter. There's a hail of splinters that cover both you and John. You see where its skull was attached. You can see the flesh of the deer body uh, is still there, but the the skull itself was dry inside. There was no brain. There was no eye. Uh, nothing that you would expect to see in a skull and you just see the nub of the spine sticking out where it was attached and this creature just slumps with a, a cloud of smoke and dust and the sky above is starting to darken again in fact it's much darker than it ever was before this fight even started and I'll walk There's up still to its burning Oscar corpse to worry about, though. I'll walk yes, up to its burning ahead. corpse pull out a cig- cigar from my pockets and, and light it up on fire. Turn to John. Yes. I think we're even. That's so amazing. All right. Uh, Vint is enjoying a smoke. John, you are up. You still have Oscar shooting at you. Uh, you have a whip in your hand. Uh, he's within throwing range. You wouldn't be able to move if you want to recoil the rip, though. How far is he from me? Like, is he? Uh, we'll say if you wanted to go up and punch him, you'd be able to do that because he was moving towards you. Okay. Uh, instead of doing that for the, for the first time ever, uh, John John looks defeated. <laughs> like not like not like defeated, but a little bit sad. But he's also kind of like, I guess. <laughs> and then he just reaches into. Uh, sorry, I knocked over everything just now. And he reaches uh, across with his other hand um, into his holster and grabs his gun and shoots at Oscar. All right, let's roll the attack. Short arms. First time John shoots. Uh, make sure it's minus 15. Oh, nice. Yeah, I needed a 45. I got a 40. Nice, nice. Or is All that right. is that a four? Uh, what? It's a forty. It's a forty. I was reading it weird. Alright, so is that a hit? Yep. With a four, not a forty nine? I know with a forty. Forty. Okay. Yeah, I need uh, a so 45. you even get a check there. Yeah. All right, uh, so go ahead and roll your damage then. Oh, yeah, forget about it. So far, I haven't been having to roll damage, so I just was like, damage happens. Right, what am I doing again? A D8. Uh, that's eight, max damage. Nice max roll. damage, all right. Uh... That is not quite enough to take out Oscar. Totally fine. But you do a solid hit to him. Uh, where did you hit him? Uh, right in the chest. Yeah, you hit him so hard that he actually falls to a knee. And you see the blood dripping out. And he's, his aim is wavering, but he is still up. 
You're tough that brings us to Oscar. And he is going to try to shoot. He's going to get a big penalty here because he just fell and got shot. But he still hits. John, he's doing... He's doing six damage to you. Oh, yeah. How are you looking there? Surprisingly still up. <laughs> Surprisingly. Ooh. Bear, bear, like literally went away, but yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Barely. All right. Uh, that brings us to the top of the round. The, the sky is darkening. These cracks are no longer growing, but the, the snakes are no longer trying to bite out of them either. Sula, what are you doing? You are about one turn away from getting to the house. Um, I will... I'm closest to the house, so I'm going to continue to the house. I'm I'm looking for something. So as I'm approaching the house, I am looking, in case I missed something before, something Celtic designy that that I recognize from when we were at the the cabin, the the homestead before. You're you're looking for that outside the house? You're going to be able to get like right up to the front door and you'll be able to burst the door open, but you're not really going to be able to search inside the house. Yet. Yeah, that's fine. I just want to make sure that I don't miss anything on the way in that, you know, okay, it's sort of perfect. that kind of a, like a seal uh, on the porch, you know, like oh, that, okay, I that makes first sense. Makes sense. Uh, give me an observation narrative success. Okay. Uh, well, that is a uh, 94. Over 58. You're looking uh, specifically for seals, like you said, anything like that. Nothing really catches your eye. There's a lot of, uh, there was a lot of gunfire on all the other buildings. The house itself doesn't appear to be hit once. Uh, You open the door, you're going to see that there's a hallway and a stairway going up. And then there's a drawing room to the left, which is where you saw Rosanna. And then there's a door to the right that you've not seen inside. The drawing room is just an open area, so you're going to be able to look right into it. Uh, You're not going to see Rosanna in there right now. There's going to be a lot of blood on the floor, though. Understood. Uh, Anything else on your turn? Uh, uh, No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Purdy. You are riding gallantly on Henry. What are you doing? Uh, I'm following Sula. I want to get in that house. Oh, however much ground I can uh, traverse. You were not that far from where she started either. So you'll be, and you're riding Henry. So you'll actually be able to get a, a little bit further. Uh, are you riding Henry into the house? <laughs> uh, you know what? Yes, I'm afraid. Door's open. <laughs> I'm afraid if I leave him anywhere where I can't see him, he'll be set on fire. He's a cruel and vengeful god, drunk with power. He came 
running to you as soon as there was danger. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. So Sula bursts open the door, just gets a step inside, and hot on your heels, Sula, you hear the clop, clop, clop of Henry. He goes up the, the two steps onto the porch, uh, and then you, you're just able to get to the side, and Henry will barrel in Purdy's got to lower his head so he doesn't hit his head on the doorway and Purdy you are now in the hallway of this house I'm gonna get gored by a demon and I'm gonna get gored by yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get trampled by Henry yeah I'll be screaming like so so when you see Purdy coming up Purdy has like this fiery look in his face he is like furious and angry and he is screaming at the top of his lungs, like, Zeke, I know you're here. Show yourself, you coward. That kind of stuff. All right, so that's your movement. Is there anything... You you, you could jump off Purdy and have a couple steps. Or jump I, off Henry and have a couple steps, too, if you'd like. Uh, I will I will uh, hop off uh, hop off Henry, because uh, I don't think it makes i'll probably bang my head at the ceiling and knock myself out in a chandelier at some point so i'll hop off uh henry but i will stay close to sula okay uh you still have your primary action anything you're trying to do with that um you see all of my propensities steven uh are full round actions so Okay, give me a deduction, logic, or observation, then we'll call this a narrative success. Okay. Uh, deduction, logic, or what else? Observation. I'll do observation. That's uh, a 58 under 67. 58 under 67. That is a success. Uh, you're going to see a lot of blood like Suda did, mm-hmm. and you're going to see a trail that leads uh, back towards the opposite wall, not towards the hallway where you're at, mm. but towards like the kitchen dining room area. There's a door that you can see that the trail of blood. It looks like something was dragged through that blood. Okay. I'll just, I'll just scream it out loud towards Sula. Blood trail, Zeke. All right, all right. Uh, that brings us to the demon who is dead. Uh, Vint, you are up. You see, John just got hit. Oscar's hit pretty hard too. What are you doing? I'm gonna take just a little breather. See what's kind of going on. If there's any immediate danger other than Oscar. Uh, yeah. Give me a. We'll call this an awareness skill. We'll go observation would be the right one here. And we'll say narrative success here. With 24. 88, actually crit fail. Uh, we're doing narrative success, though. So it was just going to be uh, how well you succeeded. So you couldn't actually fail fail. With a crit fail, you're not actually going to see anyone other than Oscar right now. Uh, it seems like all the other hands have either made themselves scarce, gone to cover, been in a building that collapsed, or they've just completely hightailed it out of dodge. Okay, then I'll just do like a one posse for John here. I'll help him out. I'll try and distract Oscar. Just okay. Give John a better, like a better shot. A better shot. What here. are you doing to distract him? 
I'll like pick up some like dirt or debris and just chuck it at him. All right. Uh, that is. What is the percentage on the pot there? I forget. Uh. Depends how well my skill is in what I'm doing. Yeah. So let's go uh, deception personality. I've got 32 in deception. Okay, so go ahead and roll it. Okay. I got a 73, so that's a fail. All right. Uh, You're going to throw up the cloud of dirt. There's a chance that Oscar will be aiming at you instead of John because of the attempt, but you're not actually going to give him a bonus. Okay. That brings us to John. I just shoot him again. Just shoot him again. All right. Once more. I don't get to use my gun too often. The right, yeah. Ooh, that's bad. The 96 there. I'm not rolling well tonight. Uh, it's a fail. You it's could fail. spend a grit to flip that, couldn't you? And if the that would give you a sixty-nine, which I think is a pass for you, that would not be a pass, I believe. No. Oh, never mind. Yeah, because yeah, I need I need to get a forty-five to to pass. Oh, under forty-five to pass. All right, you you've taken so much damage here uh, that your aim is wavering as well, Oscar is hurting but he's going to keep firing here uh we're going to see if he's going to fire at john or vint i don't fudge dice by the way i do cheat at gming but i don't fudge dice Excel. yep Taking four points of damage. Oh, nice! Your gumption. No, it does not. <laughs> dang, dang! You, I rolled low on damage, but I I got such a good hit too. Uh, you you see you see uh, John just get hit again with a bullet. He just grits his teeth and he's like, "You first. <laughs> it's him in the chest. He grits his teeth, spits out a bullet. Yeah, I keep. All right. Uh, You're muted. I'm sorry, I'm muted. You muted yourself. I'm muted. I'm sorry. Uh, Sula and Purdy, we're dropping you out of initiative real quick. Uh, we're going to skip your turns. We'll come back to you in a second. Uh, we're going to stay with Vint, John, and Oscar right now. Vint, it's going to be your turn again. Turn again. Let's see. Uh, I'll do like more hands on, then I'll kind of hold them still. Oscar right. still. So you're going to run up to him and we'll say fisticuffs or athletics here. I'll do athletics with a 43. Oh, this will take sixes and sevens. It makes it a 23. Oh boy. 38. Not quite enough. Not quite enough. No. Uh, so you're, you're going to go up and he's going to have his pistol and he's just going to swing it wildly 
and you want to grab him but with the way he's thrashing the pistol if that gun went off in your head it, it would kill you so you're just trying to duck around him and you're not able to quite pin him down because of that anything else on your turn and I'll just back up a little bit just not get caught up in the crossfire alright brings us to John how many rounds you got left uh, <laughs> John's going to uh, just say, "Oh hell!" and then he's going to run <laughs> towards uh, towards Oscar here, and uh, I'm okay. I'm, I'm just going to try to punch him to death. <laughs> Let's do it. He he he's hurting. All right, we're going to use different dice this time because because no, uh. Let me make sure we're doing this right. Yeah, gotta need a 64. <laughs> I got an 84. Uh, but that you I, could flip. Can I, can I flip it? Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. So, spend, so spend your grit there. Just one or all? Uh, one grit to spend, I believe. Right? Got it. To flip. It might be two grit, but either way, you have enough. Oh, yeah, 48. Yeah, it's one grit to do a straight flush to flip the dice. Cool beans. All right, roll your damage. Uh, Fist cuffs doesn't roll. Yeah, yeah it's just uh, three. How many jacks do you get there, too? Uh, let's see. I needed, I needed 64, so uh, two. 64, and you got a 48 no, need, because you flipped? One. I got one. So you got one. Yeah, and I'll put it okay. in there to do it, do it with the damage more. Either way, All though, you got him. Uh, describe how you're killing him. Um, uh, you see, John just kind of like uh, <laughs> he just throws down his pistol. And he just runs over to him, uh, and when he gets to him, he grabs him by the back of the head, and then takes a couple fingers and just jams it into the bullet hole that he made. And then he just does it over and over again. He's like, you're like spitting on kids. <laughs> and, he's, and he's very much just doing it until he just digs deep in there. <laughs> it's like a, a hole. And yeah. He yeah. He throws him down to the side. After the first couple strikes, he goes into a state of shock and he kind of goes limp on you. But you do a couple more just to make sure you finish the job and he just collapses there. Vin, John, you're in the middle of this opening, uh, surrounded by dead demons, dead gun hands. Couple, you, I think you've both been hit. Maybe not Vin, uh, but John, you've been hit pretty hard here. Let's switch to inside the house. Purdy and Sula, you see this blood trail. I assume you're chasing it down. Uh, Purdy will be here. And Sula, you're going with. All right, so you. How much caution are you using? Are you just going as fast as possible, or do you want to make sure that you check corners, things like that? Uh, Purdy would be... Uh, I would say he's not like a... He's not like a Navy SEAL here, but he would be... He, he wouldn't be like... Not looking You're left still and right. Fired up, you got adrenaline. Yeah, I, like I, I'm, I'm moving quickly with purpose, but I would say I'm still like observing, but I'm not like super great at it. So, 
Yes, sir. Oh, boy. What's up with your mic? Yeah, you're quiet all of a sudden. Unplug, plug it back in, maybe. All right. Uh, she just disappears entirely, too, when she mm-hmm. leans down. Is that better? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so what I was uh, trying to say is that I think Sula and Purdy are sort of going in pairs. So I'm sort of imagining this, like Sula is the one with the guns out, kind of providing cover and kind of keeping an eye on things um, to make sure that if anything is going to be coming towards Purdy, that she's got it in her sights. Okay. Um, Henry, Henry, Purdy. cover the door. Don't let anyone, <laughs> don't let anyone out. Henry spins. I'm sorry. No, Henry was facing the center of the house. Uh, You say cover the door and he kicks his back legs, slamming the door shut. Then he spins around and he's still carrying this piece of wood in his mouth. And he just puts his head down, just staring at this door. But anyone (laughs) who's not us that tries to get out that door. All right. Uh, Sula, I'm going to want some sort of combat skill from you as you're moving through this house. Purdy, what skill would you say you're using to move through this house? Probably just observation, I think. Just keeping an eye out for things. Both of these are going to be narrative successes. Uh, That's a 60 under 67. All right. Success for you. And when you say combat, what are you meaning exactly? Tactics, uh, short arms, uh, maybe athletics, whatever you feel would justify your best approach here. Short arms appears to be the best thing that, that I've got, so I will. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I'll just do that. Um, and this is reflexes, so it's a minus. 20, so that's a 44 that I'm aiming for. Uh, do I want to take the last one? I kind of want to. It's take a narrative one. success. You're going to pass no matter what. One. Oh, that's right. Okay, then never mind. Uh, that's it. <laughs> it's a 97. Okay, okay. Uh, Purdy, you're following this trail. As soon as you get through the door, you find yourself in a kitchen area. It's a rather nice kitchen. You can tell that it's got all the furnishments. The trail itself, though, seems to kind of blur a bit. Whatever was being pulled uh, was picked up at this point as soon as it got in the other room, so it's not being dragged the same way. You can still follow it by drips here and there, but it's not the same long line that was going. As soon as you go through that door there is a rifleman that is shooting. You open the door, uh, gunfire goes over your head, Purdy kind of ducks down, Sula comes in, you start shooting a little bit, you hit a couple pots and pans that are hanging, you uh, knock a few things off the table, you're not actually getting the guy down, and he ducks out a door on the far side. Purdy, you continue going forward, you're watching this trail, so that you decide to move a little bit more towards the front. You open up this door. This ranch hand that was shooting 
it it's actually not a ranch hand. You you notice he's wearing a, a suit. Uh, he looks like he was a butler or something like that. But he had that rifle ready to go again in this next room, which is a storage room type area. It had a lot of dry goods in it. That rifle, you were expecting it. So you kind of went in low and you uh, swung forward a little bit. You blasted him there. He goes down. Purdy, you're right behind her. You're still following this blood trail. There's still a lot of blood, but it's just not that like streaking uh, drag marks there. There's now new blood from this guy that you just uh, killed, but you move past and over him and you find a trap door in this room, which is the only way out of this room. Going down it? Yeah. Uh, Purdy will you open it up. Purdy will get a. He's yeah. got. He's got an oil lamp. He'll get a lamp up. All right. I've got uh, guns at the ready. You open it up, and it's a uh, cellar. It looks to be a sort of like cold room uh, down there. Uh, cellars aren't too common, especially in this part of the area. But it looks like it was bricked up too. Like this is a very. Uh, it, it's not just carved into the dirt earth like you would expect a lot of other places. Uh, it has brick and cement and masonry down here. You go down these wooden stairs and you find a, at first there's a few storage boxes, things like that. But then you see a table. It looks like a surgery table, maybe. There's a lot of blood on it. Dried blood. Nothing fresh here. It's looks like several different layers because it's different stages of that brownish black. Is it fresh? Like fresh blood? Nothing fresh. Okay. Uh, this sorry. is all dried blood. The you're immediately hit by a smell. If either of you have been around uh more lower class trades, you would recognize the smell as fermented urine used in tanning for tanning hides and things like that. Uh, very common for that kind of purpose. It smells awful, and it's just filling this basement. Aside from this table, you also see several metal bathtubs that look to be full of water and ice. And it's a lot of bathtubs. There's three large bathtubs, and there's a lot of ice, too. It's an insane amount of ice for this part of the desert. It would be extremely extravagant, and it would take a lot of money to bring this down here. Is there anything around else? Sorry, in the, in, is anything else in the tubs besides ice, uh, like organs, babies, that kind of thing? Moving forward to look at those ice tubs, there is something else in there. Plants. Uh, it's some sort of yellow flower. Give me a, do either of you have any experience with nature or anything along those lines? Mm. Some sort of gardening background? No. I, I got scholar in research, but no, nothing with nature specifically. I have, Give I mean, me scholar. It's not quite the same thing. I have under the stars, child of nature for like sleeping outside, but it has nothing to do with like, but no skill with knowledge it. or anything. No. Okay, uh, so we'll just go with the scholar for now. I burned a couple yeah. jacks to make this okay. All right, 21 under 80. On a normal day, Purdy, you probably wouldn't 
identify this, but with all the the happenings of what's been going on, you're reminded of a lot of Celtic traditions, Celtic myths, and it reminds you of the plant woad, which is not native to this area, but it was very common for making a blue dye. And a lot of Celtic religions would paint themselves with this blue dye or they would dye their clothing with this blue. And you remember reading just some article offhand when you were younger about how for it to be made, it has to be used with, uh, it has to be sitting in an ice bath. Okay, that explains some of the the coloring that we've seen, the masks and whatnot. Okay. Uh, Anything else in here? Yes. Um, There is a doorway that leads to a separate room. It is currently ajar right now. Do you want to go in? I'll nod to Sula. Yeah. I think at this point, Purdy will also have his own gun out. He'll have lantern in one hand, gun in the other. Um, At this point, I think it might make sense for Sula to take point with her double guns, if that works. I presumed you were at point already. (laughs) I'm an old man with some really painful hips right now. I just rolled a mule bareback into a house. I ain't feeling good. Yeah, he did. (laughs) All right, Sula's up front. You slowly push open this door. You've ex- you've found resistance already. You expect it could happen again. You find a room that this just like stereotypical cult room. There are shelves with half burnt candles around here. The in the center of the room is a massive bronze cauldron with Celtic symbol symbolism on it. it seems to be packed with a type of salt. Uh, very densely packed with salt and carved into the floor you see the Celtic knot shape that you've seen with five points this one's slightly different it the line for the Celtic knot is a snake that it's carved to look like a snake where its back would have been broken in those five points and there's one section where its mouth is eating its tail there is also a hole in the wall near this room or on the other side of this room where the masonry was broken and there is a uh, leather drape covering it. And you can see that there's a tunnel that continues into the ground. At this point, we're going to cut to Vint and John. What have you two been doing up in the, the open area? Oh, uh. Oh, you, you, you're a damn fine shooter. Damn. You got some gr- gumption to you. Still staring after all those blows. Uh, it's literally taking everything I've got. But, oh, oh, hold on. I think, I think I'm coughing up a lung. <laughs> nope. False alarm, just more blood. Anyway. No, Purdy and Suda, Sula head to the house over there. Perhaps we should follow behind him. We should. Uh, why don't uh, Why don't you take point? I feel like you you take more of a hit than I can at this point in time. All right, and then we'll head to the house after Purdy and Sula. All right, you head to the house. Uh, you open the door to 
find yourself face to face with an angry mule, but Henry knows you. Uh, so he lets you pass. He's still very intent on guarding this door. Uh, you find the same sort of trail. And you begin to follow it. Uh, it doesn't take you as long because you're not shot at wait, a couple times wait. as you go through. Sorry, go ahead. I think, do you pet Henry or say something nice to him as you try to pass through? <laughs> oh, sure. I just, I just go, whoa, watch out, Nelvet. Don't mess with Henry. He's a bad member, Gemma. You keep up the good work. Okay. What about you, Vin? He lets he lets John go, and then he looks at Vin. I'll see his new board that he has got around him. Just tell him, looking good there, Henry. We should have roll the charm test. test. No, <laughs> Vint is the natural animal handler here. <laughs> you know, I bet Henry could have taken out that demon way quicker than than any of us did. One All right. Th- uh, you, you move past, you go through, you find the dead butler. Uh, he's got a double barrel shotgun. Both barrels are empty now. Uh, you find the trap door, you go down. And uh, Purdy and Sula, you're going to have already gotten in this other room. You've investigated a little bit. You've searched around when you hear the footsteps coming down the stairway. You don't know who they are yet, though. What are you guys doing? Fired anything that moves now. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> Guns at the ready. Something's coming. There's no way Henry would have let anyone pass. Purdy, Sula, you guys down here? They could be faking their voices. Does anybody know how to fix a gunshot wound to the stomach? Yeah, that sounds like John. We're in here. (laughs) All right, so you connect. uh, You're in the room together. You've searched all this basement. You cannot be far behind uh, at the most a minute uh, running distance behind. This tunnel is the only way out. Uh, do you guys want to try and recover, do some first aid, or do you want to be hot on their heels? Oh, I would very much like to recover. Oh, yes, yes, I would indeed. Do you mind if we all if we all just sit down for a moment? I'm, I'm literally like two seconds away from passing out. Remind us how recovering works again. All right. So uh, let me double check here. First aid is usable once per encounter to recover vitality. And then you heal your gumption rating daily. Medicine is usable once per day and recovers one vitality or performs operations. Each jack scored heals an additional vitality. Well, I got the medicine, and Sula's got the first aid. I can also try to do first aid, although I'm not the best at it. I probably won't. All right, if y'all look like you can continue, then I suppose. Quickly now, we're on the trail. Can't let them get away. So you are not doing medicine or first aid? How long, so how it's long up to it you all to convince is, Purdy otherwise, because I think Purdy would probably want to push forward unless you all convince him otherwise. Yeah, I'm on the push forward trail, even though John's here pretty much on the brink of death, but it's up to him. Um, uh, you know what? You know, you know, 
you know what they say, you know, go big or go home, I guess. Uh, I might be going home soon. Uh, all right, let's do it. <laughs> let's keep going. Rub some dirt on it, kid. Let's go. We'll try to keep you out of the uh, proverbial on fire, as it were. Yeah, out of the fire right. pen, they always see. You pull back this leather draper curtain and you see a hand-carved tunnel. Uh, a very roughly carved tunnel. Uh, Purdy has the lantern. We said Sulu was taking point. We'll say Vint and John are further behind. You can stand about two people abreast here. It's not going to be last. too tight. And you only have to duck your head a little bit. It's not that bad. You go up a few yards and you see that this connects to a mine shaft. There are lots of silver and gold mines in the area, mostly silver in this area. And most of them have dried out or been abandoned. This tunnel eventually connects to the mine shaft, or this tunnel connected to the mine shaft pretty quickly. So it's likely that they, whoever dug this knew there was a mine here. And looking, you can see it's kind of a T intersection. You could go left or right. It's not hard to see where they went. There, there's drops of blood. There's uh, recent footsteps. They go to the left, which would actually lead deeper towards the mountains, which is likely where the mine started. It makes you think that they were probably trying to escape. Moving your way, you're able to move quickly. You move with a purpose, methodically. You don't have to watch your step too much. It, it's an abandoned mine. There's still like things here and there. Uh, there's uh, rail tracks for a mine cart to come through, but for the most part, it's level footing. You're moving as quickly as you possibly can, and you almost miss something. There was a side tunnel that looked like a cave-in. It looked like there was just a pile of rocks there, and you were going to move and keep going past. But looking down, you can see that the trail actually turned towards that side tunnel. Holding up the lantern, you can see that there's actually a good size opening just above the tunnel. It looks like they carved into the ceiling of the tunnel to kind of go up and over where this pile of rocks is. You start squeezing through there. You kind of have to hand off any uh, cumbersome rifles or the lantern, uh, anything that uh, would be more difficult to get through. There's a lot of blood in this section. It you're guessing Rosanna's body was pulled through here and it just got smeared. It, it would not be easy to move someone unconscious through here or dead. So you kind of squeeze through yourselves. The first couple to move through, just you really get soaked in blood a little bit. But you get over the other side. You continue going, following this trail. There's no more tunnels, no more intersections. And you get to what looks to be like a drop like a chasm in here. And you hear voices up ahead. Not speaking English or any other language you know, but it's similar to that melodic singing that you heard before, but in a much deeper masculine voice. At this point, I'm going to throw it back to you guys. You see like a drop, like it, it could be a cave or a chasm, some sort of large opening. You, your light shines through to the end of the footing but then it's just darkness up ahead past that if you guys wanted to move further up ahead 
your light could be visible to wherever that voice is coming from, but it may not be. It's hard to tell. So the chasm, they're not, the voices aren't coming from down the chasm or is it across? It's coming from ahead of you in the tunnel. So something in that chasm, there has to be another path, maybe a ladder down, maybe the ledge goes left or right, maybe there's a way to climb up. You, you can't tell from here, but the voice is coming from the pit. Is there any light coming from up ahead? Or is it just our lantern? With the way you're, the angle you're looking, you don't see any light. No. Should we take a careful approach or just go in guns blazing? We've come this far. I can go up quietly, but I can't guarantee if I don't do it with some light that I'm not going to fall, but I can, they would not be a able to hear my approach if I could try to get some uh, hear them a little better figure if they're uh, up or down at least I'm only good for smashing stuff so uh, I'm, I'm, I am I'm vote guns blazing but I mean it's probably not the best option so what's the plan then moving forward is one I think yeah, so. We'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you move forward, and the the closer you get to this opening, the louder that melodic chanting becomes. You get finally to the edge where you can see into this, and you see it's a large cavern. And there are stone houses that have been built up into the sides of the walls. Uh, there's stone uh, circles that look like they could have been uh, holding points for water, something like that. Uh, a couple of the walls have been, uh, look like they used to be patched with clay that's long since eroded. It looks very similar to sort of Neolithic housing that has been in this area before. Uh, if anyone's familiar with the area, I want... Some sort of knowledge check. Purdy, I would give you Scholar for this. Um, otherwise, we're going to say Logic or even Navigation, I would allow. Something along those lines. Something about how you're familiar with this area. Survival, even. I burned two jacks, 63 under 70. for scholar anyone else rolling or are we good uh sure i'll do a roll it didn't I'll, fail I'll, I'll do survival that is a fail barely okay uh party you're the only one who makes the connection here in, in this area, uh, historically, many indigenous people would uh, build houses into cliffs for protection. Uh, for There would just be settle, entire settlements in outcroppings on cliffs. And those houses look very similar to what you're looking at now. And you look over one side of the cavern, looks as if 
there was some sort of massive landslide that just covered the settlement. Uh, you can see that there it's not solid stone on that side like it is all the other caves. So your best guess is that this was some sort of cliff dwelling that was just buried hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, who knows. In one of the openings, one of the clearings here, there is a faint light coming from a lantern. You see three people wearing blue robes and wearing antler masks. You also see Lazarus Caldwell stripped down almost to his skivvies and he's smeared some blue paint on himself. He's not fully covered. It just looks like it was a rush job, like just a couple handfuls here and there. And the body of Rosanna is on the ground in front of him. He's currently holding up a stone knife and you see him go towards her. Is there anything you guys would like to be doing or do you just want to watch and see what's happening? I mean, Purdy would say to Vent, shoot him now. Uh, listening to this wise old Purdy here, I'll draw my arms. All right. You... I'm going to assume you had your rifle ready. We talked about how you had to move it around, so it would be at hand right now. So go ahead and aim and take your shot here. Okay. It's going to be 74. 24. Five jacks. Five jacks. Are you putting those towards damage again? I'll just just bang them for now. <laughs> yeah, you're doing plenty of damage. You matter. Sure 3D is going to be plenty. What's it matter? It's insane. 87 damage. I rolled a 7. I might actually just do the damage then. Let's do 12. Oh no, just a 7. Oh, that's just... That's such a shame. So 12 then with the damage? Yeah. Um, I was say, as soon as the shot like rings out, uh, John will start rushing forward. Okay, so you're at the edge here, and there is a wooden ladder that, ladder that you have to climb down. Uh, it's only about 15 feet or so. Uh, it, it's not going to be extremely difficult. You could try to jump it if you want. There's a chance you'd take some damage uh, on the landing. No, I'll, I'll take my time. <laughs> it's okay. okay. <laughs> All right, so that was 12 damage, right? Yes. All right, that is, that's not quite enough to kill him. Uh, you wing him. John begins jumping down. Suda, do you want to take a shot with your pistol here too? I assume uh, you I had would, your pistols ready. Yes, I would like to. Uh, let's see, I'm aiming a 44 at this point. Uh, yes, that is a 27, so I also get a jack. All right, all right. I'm going to keep the jack because I that minus 20% is kind of hurting, so I'll keep the jack. Uh, we're going to end the session soon, though, and you don't get to uh, roll those into next session. Keep that in mind. Very true. I'm assuming I'll, I'll roll at least one more time. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, so what's your damage, then? Oh, sorry. I got to roll my 1d6. Um Oh, that's another one. So that's grand total of two damage. So maybe I will spend the jack then so it's at least three damage. Uh, he's got a gumption of three, Don't so don't spend it. Oh, okay. I'm giving that to you. You shoot, and 
the pistol, he, he's at a distance where it's a little bit harder to hit with the pistol and it, it's dark. So it's harder to aim your gun bounces off the stone next to him, sends some, uh, scattered, uh, shattered rock at him, but he's already coming down with a knife. Uh, Purdy, would you like to take an action here? I would. Uh, what is the range that we are at? Say 60 feet. Okay. I guess I will not do anything. We'll say 50 feet. Well, I mean, I want to shout the word at him, and I want to do some damage to him, which is 30 feet. What's the range on that? You can do that. It's 30 feet. It's going to echo through here Mm. with with this cavern. So I I think that's perfectly fair. Okay. Uh, So I shall call out to, uh, to Lazarus and the blue cultists and things. I will say, you have run from us and hidden in darkness, but we are Lord's fire. We bring vengeance and venom, and we bring it in spades. Bow and die before us. So I'm going to attempt a... Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, so I'm attempting to basically do that. It's a theology call. I will burn. We have one group jack left. Uh, I mean, is it? I'll use it if no one else is gonna. If everyone else is gone, I'll use it. I have my own jack, so. All right. So. Okay, that is a twelve under a lot uh, under seven under under ninety nine twelve under ninety nine. So I will go Mm -hmm. ahead six checks. Uh, yeah, I already was sitting on like three, two. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to essentially afflict because he's still up, right? Lazarus is still, he up. is still up. Yes. Okay. He, he took a, a solid hit from the rifle. Uh, but that was it. And I'm going to burn, um, a, a point of grit on this as well to get even more damage. So this is going to take, well, that's a three. That's another three. So that's six plus six jacks. So that's 12 points of lucidity damage. All right. Wow. Lucidity is not lowered by gumption. Lazarus is still up after this, but he's coming down with that stone knife and the the divine fury in your voice comes at him and he seems to be ex- even more afflicted by this than he than a regular person would have pretty you know your divine abilities to this know how people can be affected he drops that knife and he just grabs his head and he just falls just shrieking and wailing that chanting is over the the three cultists Uh, all turn and look at you and on the floor in between the three of them you see Rosanna's body you see her stomach has been opened uh, the the dress has been ripped open to show her stomach and you see movement under the skin there rippling through Lazarus is lying right next to her thank you Raiders Uh, unfortunately we are just wrapping up this is where we are ending our scene Bad timing again. I'm sorry, y'all. 
Uh, but yes, so her stomach is rippling. You see something like pushing out. And that's where we're ending. Oh boy. Sir Purdy. And John's still alive. Mm. Sir Purdy gets to say, I I told you so. I told you there was a baby <laughs> deer inside of her. <laughs> oh, he was uh, about to break loose. Literally. Lazarus was double Literally. afflicted by that uh, because of one of his weaknesses that uh, lucidity. Otherwise, he would have gotten the knife into her belly there. Uh, so nice job there. I was one away from like, I rolled a 12. I got so nervous when I looked at the, cause like, oh, oh from yeah. the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw, every time I roll a 10, I get really nervous and I you get worried about it. I'm like, oh <laughs> no. Fair. All right. Well, thanks y'all. I know it was a long combat session, uh, but we had a couple demons that needed killing. So nice we job. Did. And no one actually went down, which is pretty impressive too. Uh, those oh, demons went down right. extremely fast. I, I did not expect them Long, to go down so quickly. How much damage did you do in that one hit? I critted 52. That's crazy. Was, yeah, 52. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's do some shout outs. Uh, Xtel, what do you got going on? Uh, uh, hello, everybody. I'm Xtel at Extra the King on Twitter and Extra the King 2 on Instagram now because uh, Twitter's stuff. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, Monday nights, we're on a break now, but we'll be back on the 28th. Uh, you can find me on Talking XP's Twitch channel where we play a uh, Curse of Stride campaign. We actually do play a paladin. Arxis, I love him very much. He's a great he's a great tiefling paladin slash warlock. It's going to be a great time. Um, and then uh, uh, tomorrow actually is the premiere of a Vampire the Masquerade game on Take Your Roll, which I'm the social media manager for. Uh, we'll be uh, going on 7 30 uh eastern time uh, uh it's gonna be a great time we got a great cast coming all pocs it's a great time uh, come through if you can i loved uh, your vampire game too i'm sorry to interrupt but uh yeah your vampire game is how i found you it was awesome it's so fun it was so vampire fun to watch. is is my it's my game i love it i love it so much uh so <laughs> much that i'm running another one you know <laughs> so uh, so come by <laughs> tomorrow night it's gonna be a great time uh, and I'll be here next Tuesday for the last episode of this game, which yes, I'm excited. The to finale see. of Arc Two. Um, I, I don't. I'm pretty sure John is not going to survive, but <laughs> it's it's going to be fun. <laughs> It'll be fun. You guys, uh, this last scene here, you you prevented something that could have been very very bad. Uh, so those shots and that divine fury was was critical here. Uh, Jeff. What do we got going on with Ollie Gaggers? Yeah, man. Speaking of World of Darkness, Friday, we're playing Hunter the Reckoning uh, as we are continuing uh, that campaign. You can catch uh, Steven and Melissa and Long in that game and a couple other folks that you're be familiar with. Uh, and then on Saturday, we are doing One Ring Second Edition as uh, they are currently crawling through a icy dungeon basically in the uh in the in the far mountains of, of angmar way the hell to the north uh and then on monday we'll be back to holler for savage worlds uh which is a appalachian apocalypse goodness and then tuesday we'll be back here for uh for more haunted west got any final thoughts there steven 
I'm good. I'm good. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start us up a raid for Insomnia Night RPG because it looks like they're playing Deadlands, and that's fairly close uh, thematically to what we're doing, so it makes sense. Uh, so follow the raid. Uh, follow the, our channel if you haven't already. Thank you. Uh, and uh, subscribe on the YouTube and all that kind of stuff, and we'll catch you later. So good night, everybody. See you. Good night. Good night.